With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And this is Rosalind Jordan here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Rosalind's Corner. And tonight, um, we're just going to have an open forum And we're going to talk about the issues of today. We're going to talk about these elections and and the politics and everything that's going on. And we just want to uh, continue to say, you know what, there's so many things that we need to discuss and talk about in this nation and the issues that that's transpired here. Um, You know, but before I start, you know how I always like to do, you always talk about the company and the great things that we're doing here. Um, let me see. I, I'm, I've got a connection here. Let me let me uh, do this right quick, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't want to lose you. All right. All right. Very good. So here we go. So anyway, T25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, and T25CL Entertainment. Of course, we're doing great, great things when we talk about bringing about the platform of independent artists, independent filmmakers. Um, We've got great shows. We're bringing on board new people who are looking to bring more information, news, uh, agendas, and everything that's going on in this nation today and in this world because it is a global platform. Um, We want to just say, you know, hey, Let's kick back, let's relax, and let's talk about what's going on in our nation today. Um, you know, there's the elections going on. There's, uh, you know, people uh, of all, oh, what do you want to say, all calibers, you might say, that are, um, you know, up there on the platform and is narrowed down to just uh, the few uh, individuals who are looking to run our nation, who are looking to make a difference in our nation. Um, but you know what? We continue to say we strive and want to strive for things that are better. Um, but what I want to cover, you know, because we think about um, why should I vote? Why should I take the time to walk down to that platform, to that voting booth, and and put my signature on that ballot and say, hey, I'm I vote. Uh, my does my vote even matter, or does my vote even count? You know, uh, but yes, it does. Yes, it does. And you know what I want to do? I want to give you some reasons. And tonight, I know it's my late show tonight. Um, we started late. We have other uh, things going on with our with our company, with myself, and um, I'm not going to hold everybody too long tonight. But I did want to get this out because of what we're in the middle of right now. We're in the middle of this uh, platform of the presidential race, 
and it's just um, it's overwhelming. You might want to say sometimes. You look at what's going on in these um, uh, campaign uh, um, forms, and people just you know just being ridiculously violent at these meetings, and for some of these candidates to just really condone. Uh, what's going on in these meetings? I, sometimes you, you you really just don't understand it, and um, the, the 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 tongue lashings and I mean all those things that's going on. Okay, and you really think about what 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 it is, you know. But let's let's get back to the reasons why you should vote. Number one, voting is a way to speak your mind and to let your voice be heard. And I want to go over this again and again because I went over this last last uh, time uh, on Sunday with my my friend uh, Elliot Hoskins, who was um, also um, uh, concerned about what's going on in the nation today. You see, your vote is your voice. When we vote, we are actually telling all these elected officials, all these candidates, and all the lawmakers and everyone who's out there saying they're going to make a difference to our nation and making this nation great. It's telling them how we feel about education, uh, uh, public safety, uh, social security, hello, somebody, health care, and other major important issues. Okay? Then next, one vote. One voice. Really, does it count? Well, yes, it does. you got to remember this. There is power in numbers. And when we vote and get our family members to vote, your aunt, your uncle, your brother, your sister, your nephew, your child who's over 18, and everybody else, <clears throat> to, get out to, to get out there to vote, we can truly make a difference. I mean, if you don't vote for what you believe in, others will. And you may not like the outcome. You got to remember that. You can't sit here and say, "Oh, you know what? I ain't gonna vote because my can't, my vote doesn't matter." Uh, you know, I'm I'm just not gonna do it right now. Yes, your vote matters. Okay, it does matter. And then you think about those things that's taking place. All right. Then you think about our children, our next generation, are depending on us to re- represent their voices. We represent their voices, too, because our children can't vote. We have to do it for them. That's how we make our concerns about school, about safety, about housing, and other issues. That needs to be heard. That that affects our children, our next generation. You see, where we vote, we are looking out for our kids and their future, okay? We have to think about that. I mean, sometimes harder it is to struggle. You may see a child who's going through hard times of being belligerent, being bad, and whatever the case may be, but that child's life can be turned around for the good, for the betterment of a nation. No, let's start for the betterment of his home, for the betterment of his community, for the betterment of his city, for the betterment of his state, for the betterment of his nation, for the betterment of the world, okay? can come from that that child being affected by the vote that you have made when they were little kids, okay? And then voting, it changes our community. Do you ever wonder why one neighborhood gets passed over for the things that it needs while any other one seems to be getting it all? Okay, well, one reason and one big reason is because of, of the voting. When we vote, we get results that we actually see. 
actually see, okay? And then we've got to think about that, that voting, uh, to vote, it, it affects change. I mean, it was through elections that we voted in officials who were campaigning for civil rights, and voting is our chance to make a difference in our own lives within this world, okay? We have to think about that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to call in. I want you to share with me what your views are when it comes to the voting. I mean, can we think about from the time that our nation made history by electing a black president, President Barack Obama, and the, and the terms that he has, has, uh, um, has um, served, how the campaign, how the colorization, how the degree of, 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 uh, of feeling and everything that's taking place to the campaigns that's taking the right place right now. I mean, there is such a degree. It's like black and white, okay? There's no gray area here, ladies and gentlemen. It's like black and white. So I'm leaving the, vote, the lines open. Uh, we have, do have a caller online right now. But what we're going to do, we're just going to, we're going to open this up because we're looking for people to share their opinions, their, uh, um, um, their um, uh, thoughts about how everything is taking place, how everything is, is, is making a change in their lives. Okay, we have a caller. Caller, give us your name. Who's this calling in right now? Are you there, caller? All right. Well, that's all right. We'll we'll leave you open there if you want to call and want to chime in, okay? But we got to think about this. Believe it or not, voting is a way of honoring our history, okay? As long as our country has existed, there have been people who didn't want us to vote, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Let's think about that. Let's savor on that for a minute, okay? There were several freedom fighters that stood up for the right to vote. Well, those times may seem ancient, long time ago, but there are still people today who don't want us to vote. It's now our time to stand up and vote to preserve the honor of those who went before us. I always say, you know, those times we think about, and I, and I say this, I mean, when we think about um, the days of Martin Luther King and, um, you know, Medgar Evers and, you know, Thurgood Marshall and, and all those who are trailblazers for us, Andrew Young, uh, Jesse Jackson, all those who trailblazed for us. Um, and we think about the credibility and what has taken place. I mean, have we taken a stand? Have we continued to want to preserve the honor of those who went before us, the freedom fighters, those who went before us to try to make a change? They made a change. Come on. There's no trying. They made a change. Okay, so what are we doing in our lives to make a change? And then we got to think about this, last but not least, because it gives you credibility. Come on, somebody. You see, oftentimes we, 
voice our concerns to these elected officials. But if we aren't voting, then our concerns may not matter at all to them, okay? They're the first thing I'm going to say, did you vote for me? Come on. Voting can actually give you the credibility to make your concerns a top priority for all these legislatures, okay? And then we got to remember that people with past felonies and convictions, okay, think about this. Look at this. Are entitled to vote in Oregon. And they say get registered today. But what about the others? What about the others? Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, you're here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roslyn's Corner. And um, I want to just invite you to go to www.t25cl.com. View all the great music. View all the great um, artists who there, independent artists who are getting their music out there on a global platform. And also, look, go to uh, each of our artists, download their music, support the independent artists. And look, if you are an independent artist looking to get your music out there on a global on a global on a global platform, sorry about that, you guys, on a global platform, then, look, you want to get your music out there for the world to hear the great, great talent. I know you got great talent. I know you can sing out there. I know that's right. All right? All right, so you're here at T25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, here at Roswell's Corner. But I wanted to go also, because when we think about, um, you know, February has been a Black History Month, but you know what? Every month, I believe, is Black History Month. We need to know about our history. And we need to know about the voting rights that was black there for uh, African Americans. And I just want to give you a little piece of, of history here because we think about, um, um, you know, the people, like I said, who have gone before us, okay? And this piece of history is something that you may want to know. You may already know it. That's cool. All right? And if you want to call in, let us know. Hey, you know what? I want to share this with you. That's fine, too. Our world needs to hear everything, all the history, true history. Okay? But the 15th Amendment to the Constitution granted to African-American men, they gave them the right to vote by declaring that the right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of the race, color, or previous condition of servitude, okay? Although ratified on February 3rd, 1870, the promise of the 15th Amendment could not be fully realized for almost a century, a century. Now, through the use of poll taxes, Literacy tests, they had to know how to read and write, and other means, southern states were able to effectively disenfranchise African Americans. It would take the passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965 before the majority of African Americans in the South were registered to vote. And then look at this. After the Civil War ended, the newly reunited nation passed several amendments allowing the newly released slaves more rights than ever before, supposedly 
equal with those of white citizens. So first, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery as well as forced servitude and continues to prohibit these practices. Then second, the 14th Amendment made slaves and their descendants complete citizens of the United States and gave them the same rights as every other citizen in America. Then lastly, the 15th Amendment. The 15th Amendment prohibited voter discrimination based on race, color, and heritage. So together, these were known as the Reconstruction Amendments. Okay? History, ladies and gentlemen, history. Although people could not legally prevent others from voting based on their color, there was nothing included about gender. Even after even after American African American men got the right to vote, women of both colors were not able to do so. Okay, we remember that. Okay, remember the suffragettes. Remember back in history. Okay, we got to think about that. And finally, in the 1920s, the 19th Amendment gave women suffrage. Okay, so despite the, the, the passage of the 15th Amendment, political maneuvers, come on somebody, <laughs> political maneuvers, particularly in the South, disenfranchised black voters by instituting poll tax, literacy tax, and grandfather clauses. We need to read about that because these were unfair and borderline illegal. People rebelled against these practices, which led to the President Lyndon Johnson signing the National Voting Rights Act of 1965. So this act made the discrimination against black voters completely illegal. The Civil Rights Movement worked tirelessly to make sure that these anti-discrimination laws became standard practice instead of the exception to the rule, okay, making sure that African-American voters do not become disenfranchised in an ongoing goal and requires vigilance in both the South and the metropolitan areas, come on, up up to the North, throughout the whole country, okay? History, ladies and gentlemen, history. We think about our history, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, you're here at T25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, here at Roslyn's Corner. I want to bring in more uh, callers here. and I know we've got another caller online. Caller, give us your name. Where are you calling in from? This is Joe Knowledge from South Central LA. Hey, Joe Knowledge. Thank you for joining me tonight, my brother. How are you? The West is woke. The West is woke. Yes, it is here at Roslyn's Corner. So you know what we're talking about. You know what the subject is. Now, I know you have... Um, great knowledge as to what's going on with the candidates and what they're standing for. Give our ladies and gentlemen, all my listeners, you know, uh, your 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 view on what's going on today. Uh, well, um, I'll enjoy what you were saying earlier. I was sitting back taking notes. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, 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 and uh. Uh, Lyndon, and okay, hey, she's doing her homework. You know, I love her. Uh, oh, come on now. Got to. You got to do your homework. You got to provide the history, true history. Scholarship. 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 
That's it. That's and, it. Uh, well, you know, right now I've been following um, uh, Bernie Sanders, and um, you know, and uh, despite all the subliminal messages that's pushing us towards Hillary, and 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 the uninformed who's rolling with Trump. Because any 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 research on any of these candidates will lead you back to Bernie Sanders. He's the only one that has kept his record clean from day one. He's he, he's received no money from big lobbyists or big corporation. He has four hundred thousand dollars in his bank account. Everybody else that took money and signed trade agreements was as far as Hillary. She does sign every trade agreement there is. Even though they wasn't in our best interest, to the TTP, to to or the TPP, to to uh, uh, so forth and so on. I mean, you know, just over and over, especially with current bills uh, um, enacting the three strike law and a whole bunch of other laws that have put a lot of people to jail uh, uh, just for stealing a slice of pizza and um, um, literally incarcerating uh, staggering numbers of of of, of young black youth behind the laws that they put out seemed to only target target inner city crime because it was those type of crimes that they were targeting. So, you know, needless to say, the black youth caught the brunt of it. Um, so I, I just seen, I just posted a post with um, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton because they both um, voted for the three strikes law, but he explained why. And he literally tore her up in it. It was like they put it in a bill that had all of our kind of stuff in that bill that was essential for us to, 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 to that we really need to be enacted. And then right after that bill was passed, he said a speech, and then they went back to his old speech and showing that he denounced what they was doing and denounced this bill and denounced that part of the bill with the three strikes law. So he's been A1 since day one. You know, I, I mean, needless to say, he marched with Martin Luther King. And, and so forth. They got plenty of pictures with him with Martin Luther King sitting on the grass. They got uh, 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 videos of him being beaten up by police, dragged away to jail for protesting for black rights. And I mean, he's been consistent throughout his whole career. But you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people, we're, we're starstruck. And right now, the two biggest celebrities in the game is Donald Trump and Hillary, Cl- Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. say, you know, the masses are rolling with, with Hollywood, you know. The same mm-hmm. way with, 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 with our history as far as, as slavery is concerned. Most people's only knowledge of slavery is the movie Roots. So that's basically Hollywood has given us what, what, the, what, what slavery was about. They failed to mention the seven black presidents that was uh, in office before they signed the Constitution. You know, Come they on. failed to mention that uh, indentured servitude was for everybody, you know. Uh, uh, when you see a cow hand, there's different ways to become an indentured servant. It, it later became, it was called servitude, serving servitude, just like in the 13th Amendment. They say servitude would not be allowed unless punishable by crime. So technically the jail system is modern-day slavery. And it's reminding me of a revolving door because in reality how slavery started was a prison sentence. Everybody could only get seven years for any crime. You never did more than that. 
but there were several ways to become a indentured servant, like becoming a cowhand. You'll go. You you need. You ain't got no place to stay. You need money. You need food. You go to a ranch and ask them, can you work for them? They sign a contract, and you can live here for that amount of years, and you work for us, and we'll pay you. You can stack your money, and you when you when you when your contract is up, you free to go and do what you want to do. That was called an indentured servant. That was an example of a digital servant. Like the movies Hellgate and Gangs of New York, those people were from uh, Ireland and Scottish and England. And what mm-hmm, they did was mm-hmm. they were poor and they, they was criminals and they was looking for work and they was promised that it was plenty of work in America. So they built these ghettos saying, hey, we'll give you a place to stay. You can work your servitude. We'll give you a free boat ride over here. You can live here and, and stack your money. And then after your servitude is over, you can go on about your business. So that's how yeah. New York got created with all those buildings and all those ghettos that came from the indentured servitude. Then there was no prisons during that time. So if you offended somebody, you had to serve your servitude either with the person you offended or with one of the other plantations owner because they didn't want to have nothing to do with you, which made sense. Now, the movie 12 Years of the Slave was trying to show us that the North and South was free and everybody wasn't in on the slavery thing. But the movie Roots made it seem like we was. That's why the movie 12 Years a Slave, the first five minutes, uh, uh, he was walking around a free man speaking pure English. Nobody mm-hmm. who came out here on a boat spoke pure English. When the uh, uh, the slave dude looked at him and seen him walking around high-fiving everybody, he was like, wait a minute, what part of the game is this? Because he came on a boat. He didn't know there was a such thing as a free black man. Just like most people didn't know there was such thing as a person being kept as a slave because it was being done in people's backyard. Everybody wasn't in on it. When they served two was up, it was just like like a dope dealer. He he got somebody working for him. And he living the life of uh uh what they call it? The life of leisure, right? That's what they mm-hmm. called it back then. Life they of Riley. Had a, you live the life of Riley. Right. Mm-hmm. They had to ditch your servants, right? So they all you got a gambling habit, you uh spending your money as as you get it. You but yet the person working for you, you know how much money he got, you see how much he's spending, you can calculate in your head how much he's he's stacking up and saving, and now he's ready to leave with all this money and he's been running your whole operation. And you got a gambling debt. People get envious, jelly. I'm speaking on a on a on a, 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 a in a drug. Uh, seen because I've seen it with my own eyes happen in modern day where the person got jealous of that person finna leave. He just had a baby. He said, look, I'm finna go on. Y'all can go and do y'all thing. I'm finna smash, you know, he just stacked his money up. Dude was greedy, knew he's finna leave with all that money. Called himself, gonna rob him and accidentally killed him before his newborn could even be born. So wow. I'm looking at it in that sense of back in the day, you know, that he about to leave with all that money. He like, I got a gambling debt. You know, he like, Jim, Joe Bob, get him, <laughs> you know, get him, take all this shit, beat him, put him, you know, and make you stay. That's why in the movies, when people came to visit you, mind you, it's acres and acres of land. You have to have an invitation to come on that land. And when you did, they made sure everybody was on their best behavior. So when people came to visit you, they assumed you had indentured servants, not slaves. See, that wasn't even mm-hmm. existing yet. Everybody had indentured servants. They had, well, it was more European. That. It was more European indigenous service than it was uh, a black indigenous service. But John Punch, this is my last statement, John Punch was the uh, uh, dude that got, he was the first person to get caught, uh, uh, no, uh, on record being caught trying to escape his, his servitude, along with European, two European indigenous service. And when they got caught, they gave the two European dudes an extra four years and gave John Punch 99 years, and that 
opened up the floodgates. Everybody went, what? You mean I don't have to let him go? I don't have to keep him against his will? I could just give him more time? Hey, he he killed 10 chickens. He, he stole them. He this, he that. So they was giving people extra time and was trying to keep him indefinitely. They started handing out 99 years like it was candy, just like they did with the three strikes law. They've been handing out 99 years like it's candy, and then you got you working on people's uh, plantations or, or, these, or these work things that they have you doing for businesses, uh, whether it's life some place or whatever they make it, but they still using slave labor because they only giving you fifteen cents a day. You know. Well, let's talk so about I, that. Let's talk about that because we know that we know that the history of you know uh, the the slavery movement and everything that took place, like you know, like even like back in um, the eighteen nineties, uh, working to change the laws in the eighteen nineties, which disenfranchised black voters in Mississippi. Uh, there were civil rights leaders who worked to help register black voters and to build uh, community organizations that would, that would that could win a share of, of, of political power in that state. I mean, old laws with the provisions such as the poll tax and, and, and residencies and that requirements and, and the literacy tax, I mean, literacy, literacy tests, where, where they had to learn, you had to read and write. I mean, th- those things that was taking place at that, that made registration complicated and stripped blacks from the polls. I mean, after so many years, the intent to stop blacks from voting had become a part of the culture of white supremacy. So that in the Man. fall of 1961, you had a SNCC. Now, when SNCC was formed, which is the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, that was formed to give the younger blacks more of a voice with the civil rights movement. And that, that became uh, one of the movements that became more radical, and, you know, during that time. But it made the, 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 the black, uh, us as black, rise up and say, okay, enough is enough. So when, when this was, the SICK was formed in, uh, in 61 by Robert Moses, who began the first black voting uh, project in, in, uh, in the city, and um, and and all the surrounding companies uh, countries uh, in the southwest, um, their efforts were met with violent uh, violence from the state, from all the local uh, lawmen, and 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 white citizens council, the Ku Klux Klan, uh, reported in the they was beating them, they was hanging, hundreds of arrests, and the murder of the voting activist. Herbert Lee. So when we talk about Bernie Sanders and we talk about the racial injustice or the racial justice, when he's confronted with this, because like you said, you're the only one who's really standing out as a pure candidate, you think it's Bernie Sanders. And he's saying that uh, we must pursue policies to transform this country into a nation that affirms the values of its people of color. So that starts with addressing the five central types of violence, ways against blacks, Latinos, indigenous Americans, uh, physical, the political, the legal, the economical, the environment. I mean, all these things you think about, the things that have transpired with the, the police, starting with the police. They're good policemen, yeah. But there seems, to be, there seems to be too many bad policemen. What's going on? We have the Sandra Blands. We have the Michael Brown. We have the Rakia Boyd. You have Eric Garner. 
You have Walter Scott, Freddie Gray, Jessica Hernandez, Tamir Rice, Jonathan Farrell, Oscar Grant. You have all <coughs> these people. Yeah, they know their names. And each of them died unarmed at the hands of police officers or in police custody. You have all these issues going on. Are any of our candidates addressing these issues? Bernie Sanders is, isn't he? I'm not. I'm not saying I'm giving my vote for Bernie Sanders. I'm. I'm right now. I am. I am on neutral ground right now because once I get to that voting poll, I will have my mind made up. But the chances are, are, are all getting louder. People are angry, and they want the right to be angry. I mean, you know, we should not be fooled or fool ourselves in the thing that this violence only affects those whose names are appear on TV. Uh, I mean, it affects everybody. African uh, African Americans are twice as likely to be arrested and almost four times as likely to experience the use of force during encounters with the police. That, that seems right. I mean, that's right. African Americans and, and Latinos comprise well over half of the prisoners, even though African Americans and Latinos make up approximately one quarter of the population of this nation. We make up more as prisoners in the penal system. So you think about what has to be done. Like I said, the issue is when can we as a people strive together and be together help one another instead of being against one another. That's the way the, the voting has to make a change to the communities. The voting has to make a change to our, our nation. So, so, so what do you say about that when we think about the voting and, and how it's affecting not only ourselves but our, our children? Because, like I said, we represent their voices as well. What is your view on that, uh, um, um, Joe? Because you got to think about that. Well, well, I just got a few points I want to make real quick. Um, mm-hmm. um, one thing about I notice about the debates is that when Bernie speaks, he speaks with points. Like he's making a point as if he's done his homework. And you know I absolutely love that. But when the other candidates speak, they speak broad. They don't really, they just, I'm going to fight mm-hmm. for you. They don't mm-hmm. think what they're going to do. Yeah. And that's what he does. When he speaks, he goes verbatim. He can tell you verbatim what he's talking about. He don't just say a broad statements like that. He actually goes in. Um, the, the, the one thing I was curious about, they, they deemed the Black Panthers as a terrorist group, but there's no pictures of them hanging anybody burning anybody or any Come of these on. things, but yet, Come but yet the police will still protect the KKK in yeah. a rally. So I, I don't, I, you know, I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why they've been deemed a terror group when they've been responsible for thousands of murders and, and, and lynchings and, I mean, you name it. You know, it's, it's a terrorist organization on American soil, no matter how you look at it. They're terrorizing their own people when you look at it in a no-color sense as far as Americans, you know. Literally, mm-hmm. they're Americans terrorizing other Americans. You know, um, there's a movement going on right now, and uh, as far as people are, the 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 the, the word boycott and segregation is being uh, raised a lot. Just like they they looking at the the, the elections like the Oscars. It's whitewash. You ain't gonna get a fair shake. Uh, 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 um. So, so they're saying, like, how do we keep participating in a 
jumping on a car that's broke. It has a lot of issues that oil leaks and radiators busted. You know, it's like it's a lot of issues, and and, and the car was not designed to fit that many people in. So we don't even fit. We're forcing ourselves to hold on to the bumpers and hoods and everything of something that wasn't designed for us. In the beginning, you know, it started off for us, but it switched over and became not for us, you know, over time because of greed, envy, jealousy, just for the same reasons that slavery took over over greed because they didn't want to let the people go. They wanted to keep them against their will and, and keep them forcibly to work for them and make this free money, you know, and, and that's what it boiled down to when they created the union, when they created the Ku Klux Klan, when, that, when they first freed the slaves. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the point that the women wasn't uh, uh, allowed to vote. You know, when the men were allowed to vote as, as slaves, you know, I forgot, I kind of forget about that, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, mm-hmm. When we were free to vote, we swept all elections and almost overtook the government, you know, and they panicked. And that's when they enacted the union and the Ku Klux Klan. Union was protecting the jobs. You need to have money. You need to be able to, like you say, read and write. You need to be able to fill out this application. You need to be able to have the money to be part of the union. So that's how they was able to keep us out because none of us knew how to read, really, when we was free. You know, we wasn't allowed to read. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so we had that, and then they had them standing out front preventing us from voting, and then took back over the, over the Senate's. Over the seats, I mean, and, and 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 basically kept enacting laws against us. That's where Jim Crow came into effect. You know, uh, 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 they was uh, enacting laws, and these people don't want to give up power. They're power. They're power hungry, and and I kind of understand. I mean, hey, they want to keep all the best for themselves. You know, they don't want to share with the world. They don't want to share power with us because we know we can outthink them. So they have to keep us in a sleeper mode so that we don't outthink the oppressor. They don't want that. There's a picture of a Ku Klux Klan and a black guy playing chess, and the title says, can you outthink your oppressor? You know, it ain't about violence. It ain't about fighting. And, you know, we can try to vote, but nine times out of ten, we I mean, deep down inside, we all, all of us feel like it's rigged. I mean, we, we can vote all we want, but deep down inside, we feel like they're going to vote in who they want to vote in. I see yes. that they're trying to Hillary Clinton in. I mean, it was the same thing with Obama. I brought that up in one of the other shows uh, with Obama. They had an old guy and a hick lady from Alaska running against this suave, clean-cut Harvard, talking correct. You know, it was a shoe-in. They walked him into the White House. I told everybody before it happened. They're walking him in. He's going to win regardless. That's They're going to make sure he winning. Look at all the subliminal messages that they put out. So now I'm looking at the subliminal message this time. It should be a shoe-in for Hillary Clinton, with people pulling up dirt on her left and right, so I don't know, but a lot of people don't care. They love the Hollywood star. Ladies and gentlemen, you are here at T25C, our Galaxy Talk Radio, here at Rosalind's Corner. Man, the topic is hot tonight. You need to call in before I close my show out. I said I was going to make it short, but, man, this stuff is just too heavy. You know what? I always invite you to go to www.t25cl.com. Visit our website. Enjoy the music. We have 24-7 radio that plays music of all genres, jazz, R&B, hip-hop, gospel, and you will enjoy it, okay? And then we also have global distribution for independent music artists. Get your music out there on a global scale and let people hear what you have to offer, okay? And tonight, you know, we're talking about what's going on with our government, with the elections and everything that's taking place. Well, I got my friend Joe Knowledge on here who's sharing his thoughts on what's going on. 
man, it's hot and heavy. But you know what? We 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 have this question, you know, because what's really happening to our nation? There is nowhere for us to run. There's nowhere for us to hide. I mean, we're here in this these these here United States. Where do we go for advice and direction? Who can we trust? I mean, will we ask the government to save us? I mean, think about that one. The government is responsible, come on, for the mess we're in, okay? Is it the people? Have we voted for the right people? Have you voted? Do you vote, okay? It's never too late to get your vote in. But like they say, sometimes, you know, they say all governments lie to, to the people. The elitists hate the common man. I mean, their goal is to destroy the vast majority of the population of the entire earth. Come on, somebody. But the leaders of, of virtually every country on earth are part of this vast conspiracy to annihilate the population and take the whole world for themselves. That, that's a thought of so many people. But are we going to put our trust in them? That's why we say when you go vote, know who you're voting for. Know who they, what they stand for, okay? Civil liberties, immigration, education, the economy, what's going on. I mean, it is precisely because the governments of this world have turned, sometimes they'll say that they turn their backs on the true God that the world is in such a chaos because we think about that too because you got to think about, Lord God, I pray for our nation. Everybody says we need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for our leaders, okay? Um, but before I wrap it up, Joe, I want you to give your last, last comments uh, of what's going on and, and, and what you think. Let, you know what they say, they, give us a prediction. <laughs> we, we need a prediction because, uh, you know, uh, 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 Trump, he, he, he kind of stayed through the wind for these last few states, okay? He, he, he got Illinois. But I think uh, even with that, so did Hillary. So let us let us see. What what do you think? What's your opinion? Well, my opinion is the last forty four presidents were related, including Obama. Do the research. So if you're going to follow tradition, who else is part of the bloodline? Her her husband, and and I would have to believe her. Um, I believe she's part of that that bloodline, so it, she would be a shoe in. I wouldn't be surprised if Trump is part of the bloodline. I've seen plenty of pictures of Trump and Hillary Clinton and Bill and and his wife together having a ball. So they're they're all friends. They're all in this together. You know, it's almost like it don't even matter which one get it, uh, Trump or or Hillary. If Trump get it, that means America does does no research. They just go with the flow. If Hillary get it. Um, that is just because they don't like Trump and they think Bernie's too old. Uh, if Bernie get it, that's because people have woke up and said enough is enough. Um, even um, Martin Luther King, you know, uh, when he he was invited to Ghana to see Ghana's civil rights plan, Ghana got their independence from that civil rights plan, and he was invited. It was a full paid trip and everything. And this was before Martin Luther King became a civil rights activist. When he came back, that's when he started his campaign. But when he came back, he was on segregation because they was like, "Look, we can use part of the uh, it's, it's all legal. We can have part of the courthouse to do our business." 
We can acquire this, build this up, start farming, just get our, our, our doctors together. Let's build our own uh, nation within a nation. And two weeks before Martin Luther King, he started saying something about segregation, and they killed him. And uh, No, he started saying something about integration, and they mm-hmm. killed him on that note and locked him in on that note as if that's what he was saying his whole career. But I done seen some of his older speeches, and boy, he got some black and I'm proud speeches where he literally say that, like, I'm black and I'm proud, and no, no, no. I mean, he go in. I'm like, wow, is that the black <laughs> yeah. man? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, well, so that was my, yeah. that's my take on the candidates. But you know, uh, at the end of the day, we still have to pull our resources together. We have to stop spending our money frivolously with everybody else and start uh, uh, spending on ourselves and building ourselves up. Even with our health issues right now, they were saying that that the reason why we have so many health issues is because we eat other people's food. They said Latino people eat Latino food. Orientals eat Oriental food. Europeans eat European food. We eat everybody else's food. But, see, their food don't harm them like it does us. That food harms us. That's why Dr. Sabi went back to our motherland and came back with the real natural uh, fruits and herbs and vegetables and put the minerals. He made them powder form and capsule form. He got his office, and he got uh, recipes on his website that, 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 that you can do yourself at home and get the actual organic foods yourself and make your own smoothies and stuff that's healing people daily. The man heals cancer, AIDS, everything. You can look him up. He, he took the court and proved that he can do it all, and now he has a certificate in healing. Uh, his office is on Lassigana and, and Washington. But, see, when you heal the mi- body, you heal the mind. You start mm-hmm. thinking better. People don't even realize bad food can lower your karma because now it gives you you're feeling bad, you're thinking bad, you're grumpy, you're angry, you're putting out negative energy, and it comes right back to you. That's why eating healthy makes you feel good. My church has a vegetarian meal with baked chicken or baked fish. But at the end, that whole day, I feel full, but I don't feel heavy. I feel light and energetic, and my mind is clear and just feeling like it's just a bright day, you know. Yeah, we're going to mention this because we're going to have a young lady who – has a cookbook and a recipe, and her recipes come straight out of the motherland, straight out of Africa. So Man. we're looking forward to have her show begin as well. She's got some recipes that, uh, and, and see, you know, big as, huh? And see, that's, that's mind, body, and soul. We have to yes. see yes. ourselves. You know, is it healing us or killing us? So when I see spiritual, I'm going back to the motherland. When I talk about food, I'm going back to the motherland. When I say we need to come together, because I'm going back to our roots to come together like we're supposed to and help each other and be a community again, a community. We In Africa, they didn't give the mama props for the child doing good. They gave the community props for the child doing good. Takes a village to raise a child. Ladies and gentlemen, you're here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roslyn's Corner. We've had a great time tonight, but you know what the key issue is tonight is not only to to continue to to support one another and and to support the the candidates that you think will do um, justice to your family, your city, your state, your community, and your nation. Remember, I said voting is a way to speak your mind, so you've got to let your voice be heard. One voice, one vote, that does count. You count. Your vote matters. 
And then we are children are depending on you to do that. Your children are depending on you to give the right vote. And, and and that's what changes the communities. And it changes and it takes effect on the community online. And we need an episode and, on the issues. Because yes. who changes the face of the puppet is just the face of the puppet. But the mm-hmm. issues that's on the ballot, that's what I want to hear people talk about. That's what needs to be brought up. That's what needs to be hashed out. Because most people just look at the presidency and then when they get the ballot, they just they don't even know what to vote on. They just read it right there and just try to figure out what they think they think they should do. But that's what needs to be put on the forefront. What these issues are, how they're gonna affect you. What what what's gonna be good or not good about it. Yes, and that's what we're going to do. We're we're going to have a show because as long as when when's the voting? The voting is in, in November, okay. So as long as we can continue to uh, address these issues, address these candidates, and to continue to, to continue to dig into their history and to see what they're continually standing for, then those issues need to be discussed on these airways here at T25 CL Galaxy. Talk radio with all our radio show hosts because we are a free radio. We're able to discuss and open up our minds. And that's what the people need. The people need to hear the truth. The people need to hear exactly what their candidates that they think is good for this nation, what they are really about. And I just want to close with that note. Um, Last comment, uh, Joe, last comment before I close out. Uh, well, you know, the rest is woke. You catch me on this means that too. Uh, two words. This means the first word. That too is the second word. Um, I would love to um, uh, hear about everybody's um, coming up with the issues that's going to be on the ballot and bringing their uh, homework and all of us get together and powwow about what we think about the different issues because that's going to be the really what's important to all of this. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, too. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that this show has been recorded. Uh, You can go back and listen to it in the next couple of hours. I also want to let you know about our shows coming up tomorrow night is Dr. Nenana Kweku and Corey Jeffries. And then next Monday, of course, is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy with Compton Politics. Man, he had a dynamic show last night with the former mayor, Compton Mayor Omar Bradley. And we're going to continue. I know he's going to do a part two series for that one, okay? And then, of course, on Tuesday nights with Miss Barbara McGee with Straight Talk from the Higher Brush. We're also having a new show coming up. Uh, coming up on um, Friday, um, uh, it's going to be a gospel program with my sister Sandra. She's going to be on, and then we're also going to be having another uh, comic type of show, and my brother's name Dana. So we're going to have more information with that coming up in the, the next series coming with our radio shows. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Ronson's Corner. I want to bid everyone have a blessed and a good night. Good night, Joe. Good night. West is woke. The West is woke. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.